Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Thanks to our friends at Amazon.com and thanks for you for supporting us, the great listeners of the world famous Chiggy Chegwire radio broadcast. I claim birth in Hawaii, because it's in the USA. It is the fantastic, fantastic, world-famous Jiggy Jaguar radio program on such great radio stations as TalkRadioX.com. And, of course, your good friends over there at the Starcom Radio Network. Blue Collar Glomeration is very pleased to announce the release of their ninth album titled American Justice. It's available everywhere. The predominant vocalist on the collection is the renowned revolutionary Busta Cap. He's running from the 5-0 since he was nine years old. Busta is a...
Wow, your boat really shines. Pick up some nautical reflections. It's a cleaner and polish your all-in-one. Into the day and you'll not only shine, you'll spend more time on the water. Nautical reflections. Don't leave shore without it. Nautical reflections cleans and waxes your boat in minutes instead of hours as it takes with other products. Self-cleaning capability and it's pleasantly scented. Go to www.nauticalreflections.com right now. <laughs> Weightlessdate.com a new dating website where those who have undergone or are undergoing significant weight loss can connect. WeightlessDate.com encourages teamwork and support through experiencing similar life challenges and accomplishments. WeightlessDate.com is free to create a profile and search and we have low membership rates. We are offering a one-month free membership to the first 1,000 users while we grow our user base. Use coupon code FREEMONTH at checkout. Don't forget to like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. Visit www.weightlessdate.com and make a healthy connection today. This segment is brought to you by our good friends at GoFundMe.com. I am in desperate need of surgery to remove cancerous tumors from my mouth and to have facial reconstruction surgery done once the cancer is removed. Read about my 12 years long journey, fight and battle against that monster we call cancer on my GoFundMe page at GoFundMe.com slash RF7Z3KK4. And please, if you can donate and or share the GoFundMe link and start with your Facebook friends, Twitter followers, and other social media, it would be greatly appreciated. Thank you, Michael Lennon. That's G-O-F-U-N-D-M-E dot C-O-M slash the letter R, the letter F, the number 7, the letter Z, the number 3, the letter K, the letter K, and the number 4. And tell them you heard about it here on Transmedia Worldwide. But let's tell you about one of our fantastic, fantastic new marketing partners at Transmedia Worldwide, the hottest novel available this year. The Blackout is an exploitation into the human heart and mind. Striking fiction coupled with thought-provoking poetry from open mic artist Articulate Minnington. Are you ready to feel? Are you ready to think? Are you ready for The Blackout? Available in paperback and ebook on Amazon.com. Or barnesandnoble.com. Also, check him out on Facebook at facebook.com slash the blackout articulate minnington. And tell him you heard about it here on Transmedia Worldwide. The Jiggy Jaguar Experience. Here is Jiggy Jaguar. I should have been paying attention. It is a world famous Jiggy Jaguar experience. We're waiting on our white rapper in studio guest. <laughs> Maybe he'll bring some horrors with him. <laughs> well, if we, if we give it time, I, I might have a, a horror of my own show back up. You never know. If, if we give it a little bit of time, we give it a little bit of time. Leatherface will show back Leatherface, up. Leatherface, you told. Then I'll. You her that then I'll have. Then I'll have my own whore. I'll have my own little whore. She's a whore. She'll be back. The you know, won't work. It'll be big. Hey, you know, it won't work because she's in the backyard, so she goes circles on the chain. That's right. That won't work. She. <laughs> 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 yes. 
We're gonna put her in the parking lot. In the alleyway, she just walks in circles. We're gonna put her in the parking lot, and then she'll uh, be a she'll be a big deal. And boy, boy, you hurt my face. I'm drinking moonshine and crap. <laughs> I hope you don't come back, honey, because it's gonna be bad, bad news. Gonna <laughs> <laughs> be jokes flying at you like balls. Oh. She'll be uh, she'll she'll be talking about all sorts of different things. She'll be uh, she'll be talking about how she likes black guys and pretty much. I don't want to I don't want to put you through all that pain of hearing about how my husband bangs me. see here. Well, last night, uh, Mayweather Pacquiao, the fight of the century. It blew ass. <laughs> Everybody's refunding their money right about now. Tom Likas wanted a refund, the radio guy. Oh, that's good. He, he, he posted on Facebook. He's like, refund. Refund. Did you see that one post? That one guy's like, Mayweather hugged Pacquiao more than my dad did my whole life. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Screw you, Mayweather. Go hit a woman and get by with it because you have money. And you're 18,000 guys around. Let's you're not see. a man, man. You can't even <laughs> You can't even take his children to school. I wish Mike Tyson was active. Can you imagine Tyson versus Mayweather? They won't happen because they're different ways. That, how's that? Why? How does boxing figure that out? Because in real life, in your fight, do you stop? Like, let's say you go to, let's say you brawl. I'll tell you, I love McGraws. I know you do. We got it. Shut up. Give me. <laughs> and so, are you just going to wait in the crowd? Like, oh, let's see. That guy's almost my same weight. This might be him. Yeah. You just start beating each other up. You don't have no weight classes. I got to make it competitive. Shut up. Nobody That's cares. what the athletic convention says. Got to make it competitive. Oh, screw you, man. This panel big chick, they shut up. Let's see. Um,. There was all sorts of people that were that were weighing in on on this fight. The the thing that I and I I didn't I, I'll probably download the torrent, much like everyone else. But uh, apparently they had dueling ring announcers. Apparently Jimmy Lennon Jr. announced uh, Mayweather because he's Showtime, and Michael Buffer is. The HBO announcer, and so they went back and forth between announcing the the. Ain't that stupid? You pay two people doing the same job. That's right. It's like you paint a hooker, two hookers like a cop. That's and apparently they had all these different people in the broadcast booth. They had the HBO and the Showtime guys. What was he? Okay. They're gonna they're gonna show the fight next week. They're gonna show the replay next week on HBO and Showtime for free. For free. Then they should just wait until. <laughs> <laughs> Got boxes so fucked up. It's not even funny anymore. Now, of course, uh, there was all sorts of people that uh, that weighed in on all the shenanigans, shenanigans across the country shenanigans. and around the world. Let's see here. Um, apparently, uh, Janae Rice, who is the uh, she is the, uh, the 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 chick that uh, got knocked out in the elevator. Oh, that's Ray Rice's. 
Bob Ray Rice's Bob and Weeb wife. She posted, my husband hits harder than Mayweather. Hashtag <laughs> boxing is dead. Hashtag Maybach. <laughs> hey, hey, bitch, you might want to stop saying that because the crowd will get a job. <laughs> if you keep on bringing that up, the NFL team is like, hmm, maybe you should not touch him. Let's it's see. The, 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 the fight stats, Pacquiao, 256 punches. He landed 88. Yeah, whatever. Uh, Mayweather, 234 hugs, 15 miles running. <laughs> hashtag Benny Pacquiao, hashtag fight of the century. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> Thank you, Mayweather. And uh, let's see. Uh, Tyson posts, um, we waited five years for that. Um, Little Duval, don't know who he is. Some some rapper, I'm sure. That fight wasn't the fight of the century. It was the hype of the century. Hype of the century. Wow. Um, Pena, Adam Pena, of course, Mister Mister Liquor Store guy who wants Let's to get uh, drunk. He wants to get me drunk. Yes. He said Mayweather paid for that match. He handpicked everything about it. Boxing is a joke. As always, many talks. If Mayweather was a real man, he would give Pack a rematch with less bullshit restrictions. Yeah, what's up with the gloves? I'm worried about the gloves. Who gives a shit? You get in there and fight. Uh, Let's see here. Um, Where's Fan Man at? Where's Fan Man? You see that meme with Brock's and Hey, Pog? I know the guy's true. That'd be awesome. Brock versus Mayweather. Who would win that one? Probably Mayweather. Yeah, whatever. I'm, I'm a big, I'm a big money no, guy. Oh fuck, you are not. You wouldn't give a shit if that guy was on fire right now in the parking lot. He'd be still in the show right now. Oh, there's a guy, a black guy, on fire. I love it. No, you do not. Suplex City, bitch. And then of course, uh, something came in the mail today. These nuts got him. Don't know who that is. That's that. That's that. Why is it retarded black guys? Always get posted all over social media. We had our own retarded black guy at one time. Rest in peace, bro. Rest in peace. He's still around. Rest in peace. Have you seen him? No. Shut up then. <laughs> if you haven't seen him, it's not true. You gotta see him, first, dude. You gotta see him. You gotta see him. You gotta see him. I gotta it's see like him. You can, hear, you can say, oh, they're real, they're real, they're real, but you gotta see one first, right? So Pretty much. Damn it. You no, see, I haven't you, seen him. You've been here how long? Four or five years already? Yeah. Back? Have you seen little retard? No. He's dead. Everybody says he's institutionalized. In a coffin. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, 16 minutes after the hour, we're going to do this. We're going to take a timeout. Maybe our white rapper will show up during our break. Uh, at some point, I'm going to try to break off a phone call to Mike Game. And I'm going to see what he's up to. <laughs> <laughs> Why? It's probably <laughs> drunk somewhere. No way you'll never make it. Come with the weak shit, I break it. Step into my zone, mad rhymes will stifle you. Lines like rifles go blast when I kick some ass.
is pleased to announce the arrival in e-stores of their edgy and controversial first-ever single release titled The Bittersweet Saga of Barry Solitaro. Sometimes referred to as Whitest Nation, the attention-grabbing video is available for a $10 bill at, in lowercase letters, bluecollarband at gmail.com, B-L-U-C-O-L-L-A-R-B-A-N-D at gmail.com. This is Chris Markowski, your watchdog on Wall Street, and this is your watchdog on Wall Street Money Minute. Got to start looking at the top line. Uh, companies tend to generally both beat in earnings, and they also tend to beat in their top line, their revenue estimations as well. Out of the first 201 S&P 500 companies report first quarter earnings, only 47% have beaten revenue estimates. Now, if this number holds on, it's going to be the first time that more companies have missed then beat earnings expectations since the first quarter of 2013. Now, what does this mean? Uh, you know, companies can only cut for so long. They can only cut back. They can only do so many share buybacks to make their numbers. Could we be hitting a wall? I think it's definitely in the cards, and this is why you need to be protecting your downside and rotating assets in your portfolio like you're supposed to. Get your financial plan done the right way. Watchdog on WallStreet.com. Now, yeah, back to the J.E. Jaguar Experience, starring comedian James Davis. Oh, whatever happened to comedian James Davis? That guy, he was a superstar. <laughs> the comedian James Davis. He's, uh... He was a big star, and uh, there, that, there was... Did he call you a piece of shit or something like that? Uh, yeah, he did. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you guys are so much friends. That, that fucker should be frying that turtle right now on fire. You don't care at all. <laughs> you smell that, Chris? You smell pork. Hey, if he was in the parking lot on fire... You would just, you just look with one of your hands. <laughs> <laughs> I James Davis was supposed to be at my roast a couple years ago. Did he show up? Uh, no. He, uh, yes. You don't judge me, Chris. I'm so, so, so successful. Oh, yeah. You know what you're successful for? No showing. That's what you are. Hey, was he having this spot a long time ago when he quit? Yes, after two shifts. <laughs> I came back. He got rid of all the garbage. All the garbage co-hosts. <laughs> hey, is, Israel was here. Where's he at? Israel was Where a big was, deal. Where's he at now? Where's he uh, at? He's selling hot dogs. He's and... talking about a woman that wants to be married and try and get weed legalized. That's right, that. Jennifer Wynn. She's so a big deal. Is he here now? No. So... Uh, James Davis, gone. Gone. Um, Come on, give me some more. Oh, uh, the guy from uh, in Colorado, that piece of shit. Suit man with a hat. 
Ross Boss, the rebel rousing ringleader. Rossy boy, the big star. He's in Colorado smoking pot, riding his bike. Here? No. Okay, what about a crappy job for you? Zombie Jones. Where's he at? Zombie Jones. Uh, he's not here, but I think he's out. Uh, That's your kid, Zombie. Where's my daddy at? Uh, uh, let, let, let's see what let's see what Zombie Jones is up to on the old. Care, uh, let's see. Did he call you a piece of shit too? Uh, yeah, he did. To two people that then they told you. Why are you talking to me still? Um, I don't know, Chris. I like pieces of crap. I like drama. I'm like a woman. Let's see. They got dress on. Uh, zombie. Why don't you get that pervert chick? That pervert chick coming over here. Let's see. Zombie Jones. Happy birthday to my little dude Milo. Can't believe he's already two. And you, you know what? You couldn't believe it if you're there. <laughs> you're not a fucking wrestler, okay? You never wrestled the Young Bucks. You never did shit. You still do these crappy pr- um, promos, promotions. You haven't done nothing. Go home and take care of your kid. Get a job and be normal. He's in a. I don't care where he is. In a in a world where championship wrestling is king. Bah! Kid is gonna grow up. And wrestling crazy. superstars collide in the ring. Bah! One of my friend's dad said it perfectly. They, they go away from the kid, and the kid grows up, be successful, and then he wants to get back in life. That's what's gonna happen. Your kid's gonna do something better. Then you, and you're gonna show back up like, oh, that's my boy. If I was, I was like, who the fuck are you? You nothing. You know my daddy? Where are you at? Where are you at? Uh, it's not anywhere. Nowhere. Son says, get the fuck out. I shouldn't be right there. Ugh. Next. Let's, Let's see. see. Uh, who else calls Tori with you? Shatner. Shatner's uh, Shatner's on pot somewhere. He's uh, I think he's in Old McPherson, okay, Kansas. The most important question: Is he here now? No. That's why I'm back. <laughs> you need stability. You need a co-host of beer. <laughs> well, apparently, uh, uh, is this something I care about or not? No. <laughs> Shit. What is it? Well, um. Uh, <laughs> where is the uh, where's the rapper at? Yeah, he's supposed to have some hood rats with him. He's supposed to have hood rats with him. He was supposed to. He's hey, supposed to get that eye pervert chick, root pervert, whatever that chick was over here that one day. Oh yeah, get her. Uh oh, let's get her on here. We got a phone call. Let's look at her. Look at your Who's the phone couch. call? Uh, nope, not there. Oh well. Not there. Oh, that yeah, they'll, they'll, they'll call back. It's probably a black guy hawking a mixtape. <laughs> Larry Mancini. Who? KJ Radio, this is James. Hey, James, how are you? Hey, what's going on? What can I do for you, my friend? Oh, uh, you tell me, because we got an interview. <laughs> well, hold on just a second. Hold on, my friend. I don't even know who the hell this is. We're going to take a break. We're going to come back figure it out. we got more coming up with some guys on the phone. He's a big star. 
Make stars! Ah, the big stars are out here. The only people in the room are you. But uh, we're going to take a break and be back.
This is Chris Markowski, your watchdog on Wall Street, and this is your watchdog on Wall Street Money Minute. The uh, acting chief executive of the Clinton Foundation has acknowledged that the global philanthropy giant has made some mistakes in how it disclosed its donors with all this scrutiny surrounding Hillary and her campaign. Uh, They defended the foundation's work, reaffirmed commitment to transparency, yada, 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 as Elaine Bennis used to say on Seinfeld. That's what the, um, it's kind of what the Clinton excuses are turning out to be. It's just yada, 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 the same thing again and again and again. Uh, The unfortunate thing is, is that in today's day and age in our country, people are no longer held accountable. At least the powerful are no longer held accountable for their misdeeds. And all of this stuff, unfortunately, ends up getting brushed underneath the rug. Watchdog on WallStreet.com. I think we just had the definition of a hood rat (laughs) given given by old cousin Chris in studio here. We're still waiting on our on our white wrapper. We have a uh, we have a white wrapper that uh, supposedly is going to be coming to the studio. Um, so 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 Chris, the, the we, we've got somebody on the phone. We'll get to them here in a minute. Um, Chris, what is your definition a of a hood rat? A hood rat is a woman that would suck anybody's dick that would look at. Wow. Pay attention to her. Make her feel special. Because this the, it, hood rats don't stop. They, they hood don't rats stop. don't stop. That's the uh, your mouth is not. A that's the car phrase wash. that pays apparently. Car wash. Wow. Be a little picky, ladies. That's right. They can walk out that door and look around Hutch, and when you see some women make a lot of mistakes. <laughs> There, there is a lot of women in the great city of Hutchinson, Kansas, making a lot of mistakes. I think we know two of them. Yes, I used to date both of them. But one of them's got black snake moan going, and then the other was dating the snowman from smoking the bandit, getting the convoy together. I wanted to get four hundred cases of beer. Well, let's let's do this. Let's go to the telephones. Who do we have on the telephone? Hello, can you hear me, my friend? I got headphones over there. If you wanna, okay, go ahead and give us a brief introduction, my friend. Danny Saber. And, uh, I believe we're talking. I'm calling to talk to you about this new Michael Hutchins release. Yes, yes. Tell, 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 tell us a little bit about uh, how did this come about? Because he hasn't he hasn't made music in a long time. Because he hasn't been on this planet in a long time. Uh, the former in excess uh, singer. How did this get unearthed? And there was a lot of material, and essentially, you know, there was some material that 
was left over, and, and uh, I've been sitting on some of this stuff because we were trying to find the right vehicle to sort of release it with. I mean, we didn't want to just put new music out without something to sort of, you know, market it with, because you know how it is these days. So there's a documentary film that's in the works that's pretty close to, to, to Green Lightning getting made. But in the meantime, this opportunity came to release the song with this T-shirt uh, concept, and it was such a great idea and such a cool thing, and, and, you know, it seemed like the perfect fit. So that's essentially what initiated putting it out now. Um, I've been sort of, I've, I've, I've had this track, I reworked it recently, but, you know, obviously Michael can't do any more vocals. So, you know, we have we have some material that, you know, we had been working on, and, and I've been sitting on a few tracks just waiting for the right situation to put them out. And uh, that's essentially what, what, what sort of, you know, initiated it was this uh, opportunity to release the song in conjunction with the t-shirt and the way the music's delivered. I mean, maybe we should tell the audience a little bit about that. Yes, yes, jump in there. Jump jump, jump in there and tell so, us about you know, it, my friend. There's a company called Estrella Inc. And, and, and Estrella is actually a very old friend of mine through, because just a quick brief history on Danny Saber, I, I started out as a record producer in the, in the early 90s and uh, my first hit record was with a band called Black Grape, who was Sean Ryder, the singer from the Happy Mondays, who you may or not may not be familiar with. But it was essentially a number one record in the UK, which, and it was one of those rare records where it was, you know, it was number one in the charts, but it was still a very cool sort of edgy record. So you'd hear it on the radio, and then you could go into the coolest. At the time, drum and bass was just breaking in London. And, you know, they would play album versions of our songs in these like really edgy clubs so it was that kind of a crossover record you know but Sean's um, wife at the time is the daughter of Donovan Leach remember the Don uh, Donovan you know, yes you know, yes yes I, I, I faintly uh, remember I that yes crazy coincidence his other daughter happens to be Estrella so we've known each other for 20 years and uh, Estrella's husband Jason you know, we reconnected a couple years ago, and he, or maybe a year ago now, and he, he started telling me about what they were doing, and essentially they've created this, this brand, this t-shirt brand, and it's a really sort of high-end, cool, designer rock t-shirt, but the coolest thing about it is it can actually deliver content with the t-shirt, so essentially you buy the shirt, and there's a couple different ways the music's delivered, but, you know, that to me is what's been missing from the music business lately, it's just finding other creative ways to deliver the music to the public. Because let's be honest, you know, there's a whole generation of kids now who, you know, they don't even know what it is. It wouldn't even occur to them to go in a record store and buy a record. Maybe I have a feeling me and you are a little bit older, you know, so that whole sort of concept is gone. So you've got to be creative and find cool ways to get the music to the public, you know, and that's what this is really about. And obviously, you know, something Michael would have loved because he was always on this sort of creative mission to always stay one step ahead of the game both creatively and, 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 and in every way when it, it you know had to do with the music so that's really that's really what what sort of initiated all of this happening and that's why I'm talking to you now with with, with this t-shirt uh, where, where, where exactly is this going to be available how, how can we get a hold of this things of that nature well, what you can do is there's a couple different ways. The um, you can go to estrellainc.com. That's a s t r e l l a i n c dot com. 
AstrellaInc.com, um, or you can go to MichaelHutchins.au.com, and the sure way to fi find it is just Google Michael Hutchins, and the name of the single is Friction, F-R-I, you know, Friction, and uh, that's the name of the new song. So it, it's out there, but it's definitely, if you go to AstrellaInc.com, there's a, there's a link there that allows you to check out the, a little, you know, there's a little tease for the song, so you can hear the song, and I have to say it's a pretty cool song. It's not like, you know, one thing that's been really important to me is Michael, you know, was a very close friend, and uh, he also was really, had a huge impact on my life because when the Black Grape record came out, that was sort of, you know, my first hit record, and I, and I was a young producer. I think it was the third or fourth record I actually produced, and Michael was such a fan of the record, he sort of like championed it and championed it, championed me to all the sort of community of people, you know, like Bono and Bono, um, Edge, and Michael all had houses in the south of France and Nice, and the summer that that record came out, they literally spent every day, and Michael had the, you know, I found, I heard stories later, he literally had that record on cycle, he would just, he listened to it for a month straight, that's all he listened to. So when he started working on his solo record, he called me and, you know, we, we met on the phone and next thing I know, I'm in London with Michael Hutchins working on a solo record, going out every night, you know, doing the rock star thing. But, you know, we, we, we walked into a nightclub one night and in walked Mick Jagger and Ronnie Wood. The next thing I know, I'm talking to Mick Jagger. You know, he said, Michael, what are you working on? Well, you know, solo record, Mick was at the time also trying to do a solo record, so Michael made the introduction, and the next thing I know, I'm working with Mick Jagger, which ultimately led to me working with the Rolling Stones, so Michael was very, very, you know, he was just that kind of a guy, you know, he would always try to open up doors and hook up his friends, and he did the same thing with U2, so I ended up producing the Rolling Stones and U2 because of Michael, and you know, it's important that for me that whatever we release is up to a certain standard that, that you know, he would, would have been happy with. And I, I, I'm really, really confident with this song we're putting out. It's pretty cool. And I think his fans are really going to love it. And just to hear his voice again, you know, something fresh and new. And, uh, it, it, you know, it's, it's, it's a good thing, man. It's a good thing. Because Michael really deserves to be remembered properly. And that's sort of the agenda that we have the people I'm working with to, to, to really let Michael take his pa place, you know, in the pantheon of rock. He's sort of been forgotten, and he was a super influential musician amongst his peers. I mean, like I was saying, Mick and Bono, all these guys watched him and, and really followed him to a certain degree, and uh, he, was, he was the real deal, you know? We've got a great guest with us today joining us on the telephone at 43 minutes after the hour. Now, um, with, with this... A uh, new single, a new clothing, and uh, and things like that. Uh, what 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 do you see the impact of this being? Well, I mean, hopefully, you know, it it it's. I mean, you know, the it, it, for us personally, I mean, the impact is really to sort of to start setting the table to really reintroducing Michael to the public consciousness. You know, there was a, a documentary that's been airing on, uh, not a documentary, excuse me. A, they made like a a made-for-TV miniseries from Australia that's been running on Showtime, and I think it's reminding people, you know, what a great frontman Michael was, and, you know, it's just sort of reminding people about him and setting the table. We have a documentary coming down the pike. Um, so there's, you know, a lot of stuff that, that, that that's sort of brewing. And, you know, for me, again, my personally, what I'd like to see happen is obviously the song catch on and 
his fans who are there's a huge community of of fans of Michael fans that you know are passionate about him and 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 his let his career and the first thing is just to get that to the fans so they can sort of you know enjoy it and um, from that point on let's see what happens you know hopefully it gets the snowball rolling and we can start you know bringing Michael back and having a little place for him in the consciousness of, of, of everybody you know because he needs to be remembered and he deserves his uh, his due why why do people not remember him except for his his final days and and things like that because NXS made a lot of music in the 80s yeah, no, they were, I mean, there was a period, you know, that man, that that moniker of biggest band in the world. They were that. I mean, they had. There was a window there. You know, nobody stayed there forever. You know, except maybe you too. But um, you know, they were that. I mean, I think people, and more importantly, not only how big they were, how good they were. I mean, if you watch, you know, there's a there's a show. I think it's '91 at Wembley or uh, Stadium, which is really the heart, the height of their sort of power. And you know, you look at that 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 stadium and, and and i don't care if it's queen or it's 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 every band sort of has that moment and a lot of them take place at wembley stadium and you you see the audience and michael has them in the you know a hundred thousand people in the palm of his hand it's just unbelievable you know so I, why i mean it's a lot of reasons that i i, I you know it doesn't even there's no point in, in saying why i think you know the circumstances of his death were a little unfortunate and murky um and there's, there's a few reasons why, but what's important is now, you know, we've got something fresh and new coming out that's legit, and it can set the table, you know, to, to change that. Well, it's good stuff. Uh, I appreciate you being with us today. Thanks for coming on the program. It was a uh, definitely a fascinating conversation. Thanks for coming on, my friend. All right, cool. So remind the people of Strella Inc. Uh, dot com. Okay. And... So are you going to play the song? Oh, we're going to play the song here in a few moments. I appreciate it. Oh, great. All right, cool, man. Definitely. Okay, and, it's, and, and it's Michael Hutchins' Friction, so check it out. Well, good stuff. We're going to play that here in a few moments. Thanks for being with us, man. We are going to take a break, and uh, when we come back, we are going to try to get a hold of the infamous Michael Gooseby, and because uh, he was supposed to be on the show a couple weeks ago, yeah. and, and him and I am teasy. Uh, didn't want to show up, so we're gonna we're gonna talk to them when we come back here on the world famous Jiggy J Way Show.
From the Enigma series comes the contemporary romantic trilogy by author Truth Devour. Wanton, the winner of the L.A. Book Festival Romance category, is the first book in the trilogy that will get your heart pumping from the start. This is no ordinary love story. Its depth of range eloquently transitions moods from sexually electrifying to nostalgic to existential. An unforgettable journey which will leave you pleasurably aching for more. If it feels so good loving the wrong person, imagine how wonderful it's going to be when you love the right one. Now is your time. Truth Devour. www.truthdevour.com from Hutchinson, Kansas. It's the Jiggy Jaguar Experience, and now here he is, the man and the myth, the legend, the Jiggy Jaguar. Where's James Davis at? Where's James Davis? Who is this calling? It's 3 o'clock. We're still waiting on our rapper. Well, I don't have our rapper yet. I don't know what happened to him. Let me look here to Facebook. Facebook. Nope, he's not there. Who is this? KJ Radio, this is James. You're live on the air. Who is this? Hi, James. Uh, this is Ian of uh, Bachelorette calling in a little early. I'm, I'm sorry about that. Hey, that's fine. Hold on just a second and I'll get you on with us. Hold on, brother. Another random person. Who is this? <laughs> some guy from some band called The Bastards. <laughs> We're gonna we're gonna call Mike Game as soon as we're done interviewing this guy. I I I, I don't know who this guy is, but uh, apparently he has something. Uh, apparently the bastards. So uh, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna let's see. How do I want to do this? This is how I want to do this. I want to do that. I want to put him through, and I think. We've got him on the air. Can you can you hear me, my friend? I can hear you. Look at that. Now, uh, give us a brief introduction on yourself, my friend. Tell 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 us all about you. All right. Um, my name is uh, Ian Fellerman, and uh, I do a project called Bashful Hips. Um, it started in 2012, and it was uh, I originally was in a. Uh, uh, did punk rock for five years in a band called Abyssal Creatures, um, and then I switched over. Once that band broke up, I switched over to doing a solo, uh, doing this kind of experimental, uh, one part punk rock, one part electronic, um, kind of hip hop too project. And I did this thing where I wrote, recorded, and released a record every month for 14 months, um, and that can all be heard at bashfulhips.com. And then. Um, I took a little time off, and I just released a folk EP uh, of four folk songs, which is totally uh, left field for this project. And then I got a new record coming out May 15th. Now, uh, t- t- tell us a little bit about uh, Bashful Hips. What was the uh, what was the idea behind this? Um, the, the original idea was um, after Abyssal Creatures had broken up, um, we had a record in the works that didn't actually get to come out, and uh, I was pretty devastated when that record didn't come out. Now, this is all the way back in 2012, 
um, and because of litigation, um, the record couldn't be released. So what I thought I'd do is I'd release a little EP and be uh, the first volume, uh, volume one of, of Bash Lips, and that was going to be kind of it. Then all of a sudden, I had this huge spurt of energy, and I just kept recording and I kept writing. Um, it's really a, a stream of consciousness type project. I definitely, um, uh, the lyrics are about my everyday life. We've got uh, um, a... And, uh, Yes, yes, go, go go ahead, man. I was just going to give a little introduction there about you, but go ahead and keep talking, my friend. Keep talking. Oh, yeah, it's, it's a very stream of consciousness uh, project, and, you know, it's very left field, uh, um, but uh, we're really excited about, about the, I'm really excited about the, the new record coming out on, on May 15th, which is definitely, uh, is definitely a, had some growth spurts over the past two years. Ian Fellerman with us today, the Folk EP Bashful Hips. He's with us today here on the telephone. Now, uh, tell us a little bit about the uh, production process for this. Um, well, for the Folk record, uh, the Folk record was uh, just, I've been playing all these shows in Denver um, uh, for starting in January, and we wouldn't get home until really late at night, <laughs> and... Uh, uh, I hadn't really been playing guitar for for a bunch of years because this program, this uh, Bachelor Hits, is an electronic uh, project. So um, I started. Um, uh, I was plucking around on the guitars after after the shows, kind of you know, just kind of seeing what it felt like to get a guitar back in my hand. And I was like, you know what? I don't have anything written, but I've always kind of been good at just throwing stuff down and. And pretty much in four consecutive nights, I recorded the record, um, and it just it just flowed. Good stuff. We've got Ian Fellerman with us today. Bashful Hips. He joins us here on the telephone, and um, tell us a little bit about what some of the what what are some of your goals for this EP? Ian, can you hear me, my friend? Are you still there? We lost Ian. That's a shame. <laughs> I don't know what happened to Ian. What happened to Ian? <laughs> what happened to Ian? Well, you better tell him. You better tell him all about it. Tell him. Tell him. Tell him. Did he get tired of your questions? I think maybe he got tired of my questions. He was. He was. He was done with me. What? A he decided that apparently he. Uh, Two hard requests, so I gotta get out of here. He needed to get the hell out of here. It's alright. Bashfulhips.com. So. Who? Who the fuck? Uh, I, <laughs> I don't care. I don't know. I'm, 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 I'm telling you. Ian Fellerman. Just cut out on us. Elin Fellerman. He's a, he's a big deal. He was kind of he was kind of a big star. It's too bad that he, uh. Get out on us. He ducked out on us. That's he's too like, bad. you guys. He's like, you guys are horrible. I'm done with you. Power surge. I'm yeah. done. Everybody knows us. They do. They know you. He was a. Uh, who needs who, really? He was a big star. Oh, is he going to pump him up? I don't even know who the fuck he is. I'm going to pump him up. Trabahenty Tyson sent me an email. Who? He wants to come on the radio show. Who? Trabahenty Tyson. He's some rapper. Dog. Only way he can get on our show if he takes, brings two chicks above both of us. <laughs> but he can come on. Well, I might, I, I, I might end up having uh, somebody. Oh, 
Yeah. You're pretty quick. Old Leatherface. Leather Maybe she's out drinking moonshine today. Oh, Jiggy, I'm drinking crack. <laughs> the crack cocaine. I wouldn't ever go to be together. You're the love of my life. Maybe that's Ian, Ian Fellerman. You're live on the air. Is this Ian? Yeah, sorry about hey, that. Hey, we lost you, my friend. We lost you. Uh, uh, I'm I'm now currently living uh, at a Buddhist meditation center. Uh, sometimes the phones kind of get a little wacky. Sorry about wow, that. Wow, a Buddhist meditation center. That's pretty badass. It is pretty badass. I'm doing some audiovisual work up here and kind of living in a little bit of a commune. <laughs> I, I I had a I had a friend at one point that was. Uh, we nicknamed him Buddha. He wasn't actually a Buddha. He was just some fat guy who looked like Buddha. But that doesn't really matter for this conversation. Now, um, now, Ian, uh, <laughs> tell us a little bit about social media. How can we access you on social media? Um, I actually barely do any social media, but uh, you can type in Bashful Hips and... Uh, my personal Facebook page comes up. It's really, a, it's we're really, fo- I really, fo- I really messed up and didn't start doing the, the social media until recently. Um, but if you type in Bashful Hips Ian Fellerman, uh, our website will pop up. Uh, but BashfulHips.com is where is the place to go for the most information. Ian, uh, with us today here on the broadcast. Ian, thanks for being with us, and uh, we will, we will talk to you soon. Thanks for coming on today, man. Yeah, thank you so much. Sorry about the bad connection. Hey, no problem. No problem, uh, May man. May 15th, uh, too old for a coming-of-age story. The new record comes out. so And lots of videos and good stuff on the way. Good stuff. Well, thank you, sir, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Thanks for coming on. All right, thank you. Bye. Definitely, man. We've, we're going to take a break. Blast. That was a blast, that wasn't was a it? a fucking blast. <laughs> we're going to take a couch. break. Where's all the at? And uh, when we come back, we're gonna try to get a hold of uh, Michael Game. I'm gonna, I'm gonna probably take that first segment with Michael and talk to him about crack cocaine. So I know what I'm getting into. With she moved to Goddard. She, she packed it up and moved to the to the city of Goddard, Kansas. Why? Because she can't afford her house anymore. Who's living there? I don't know. So she's moving to Goddard. We're going to take a time out and come back. Pick up some nautical reflections. It's a cleaner and polish you're all in one. Into the day and you'll not only shine, you'll spend more time on the water. Nautical reflections. Don't leave shore without it. Nautical reflections cleans and waxes your boat in minutes instead of hours as it takes with other products. Self-cleaning capability and it's pleasantly scented. Go to www.nauticalreflections.com right now. <laughs> Weightlessdate.com a new dating website where those who have undergone or are undergoing significant weight loss can connect. WeightlessDate.com encourages teamwork and support through experiencing similar life challenges and accomplishments.
WaitlessDate.com is free to create a profile and search, and we have low membership rates. We are offering a one-month free membership to the first 1,000 users while we grow our user base. Use coupon code FREEMONTH at checkout. Don't forget to like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. Visit www.waitlessdate.com and make a healthy connection today. This segment is brought to you by our good friends at GoFundMe.com. I am in desperate need of surgery to remove cancerous tumors from my mouth and to have facial reconstruction surgery done once the cancer is removed. Read about my 12 years long journey, fight and battle against that monster we call cancer on my GoFundMe page at GoFundMe.com slash RF7Z3KK4. And please, if you can donate and or share the GoFundMe link and story with your Facebook friends, Twitter followers, and other social media, it would be greatly appreciated. Thank you, Michael Lennon. That's G-O-F-U-N-D-M-E dot C-O-M slash the letter R, the letter F, the number 7, the letter Z, the number 3, the letter K, the letter K, and the number 4. And tell them you heard about it here on Transmedia Worldwide. But let's tell you about one of our fantastic, fantastic new marketing partners at Transmedia Worldwide, the hottest novel available this year. The Blackout is an exploration into the human heart and mind. Striking fiction coupled with thought-provoking poetry from open mic artist Articulate Minnington. Are you ready to feel? Are you ready to think? Are you ready for The Blackout? Available in paperback and ebook on Amazon.com. Or BarnesandNoble.com. Also, check him out on Facebook at Facebook.com slash The Blackout Articulate Minnington. And tell him you heard about it here on Transmedia Worldwide.
Because the thing is, is that if you don't tell them, then I gotta tell them, and then they're gonna get told. Tell us what you tell uh, Actually, I don't really know what, what, what I need to tell anybody. But I need, I need to tell somebody something. I was just telling Chris during the break, I love shopping at Kmart. He hasn't been in Kmart um, in 10 years. <laughs> tell that like you have. I haven't been there in 15. I'm a big fan of Kmart. I go out there and get all my all my CDs and I, I, I get not. it in. You get towards everything. Well, yeah, that too. Good. Well, uh, you had a theory during the break of boxing. You said that if it goes, what is this? If it goes 12 rounds, <laughs> it should be an automatic draw. Because listen to me, listen to me, here, here. If these guys are going 12 rounds, they should have one of these rounds, they should just be pissed off. They didn't want to get to 12. We want to win here. One of them was to get this pissed off and knock the other one out. But you go 12 rounds, automatic draw. One Automatic. Automatically. That makes them fucking fight. <laughs> so you're saying to me, you want to waste everybody's time for 12 freaking rounds to get a judge to say, oh, you did it. You won. What's that fucking about? He's just sitting there watching it. If you make it worth, like, maybe well, I the first Fucking round to one right across the room, fucking ring, and not panic Manny out right there. Boom. You'll be done with this crap. Boom. It's over. You did do that. You're wasting and hugged and ran and hugged. Now I'm gonna have to hear this crap again. I don't care. <laughs> it should be automatic draw when it's twelve rounds. I love you it. You better knock that guy out before. I love it. Twelve rounds. I just think it's great. That's Why that's not? awesome. Why not? Let's make it happen. Fuck, stop hitting and running and hugging and all that bullshit. You hit women just fine. You get by with that. Get down there. Are you the police? Shut up. Are you the police? Is what his dad says. Jesus. Floyd's Did dad. Did you get caught in drugs or something? He fired you? Didn't, didn't any beat up a woman? Yeah, didn't you beat a woman? Oh, father like son. So. Well. No, it's not the truth. Yeah, it's the truth. It's not the truth out here. It's not the truth, Chris. It's like Ron Killings. It ain't the truth. Yeah, what's he doing? He's oh, big deal. Hey, why is he not getting pushed? Uh, because that, because that's that mic stand's black. What color is he? Black. We're gonna call Mr. Michael Game, oh, Mr. Gooseby. Here you go. The biggest star of them all. The Triple H Hour. <laughs> this is not the Triple H hour. It is not the Triple H hour. Michael Gooseby, Michael Game, the biggest star of them all. What are you doing, Mike? What's up? It's only a busy Sunday for you. <laughs> Sounds like a busy Sunday for you. That's funny. Now, uh, now, Mike, are, are, uh, uh, did you watch the Manny Pacquiao-Floyd uh, Mayweather fight? Uh, not really. You didn't watch the fight? I figured oh, you... You didn't even watch it. Shut up, Jim. Well, I didn't watch the fight either.
<laughs> so, so the Asians, the Asians are at fault here. Pearl Harbor never again. I think he's Filipino, but that don't let facts get in the way of a good story. <laughs> now that there was some news today that ESPN's Michelle Beadle is no longer a fan of WWE because Triple H uh, congratulated Pacquiao and supports Manny Pacquiao. was asking me earlier, uh, we were talking about WrestleMania, and he's like, when I get Mike on the phone, I'm going to ask him, do you remember WrestleMania? Do you remember WrestleMania? What are you talking about? You almost fell through the TV, Mike. And then Paul Blart came in and shut down. Why would I remember WrestleMania? I guess not. Well, that's the thing. Paul Blart, the mall cop, showed up. Mike never has the cops called on him. Nope. Mike is like, we were louder than that. We're burning people down. <laughs> burning pictures and nobody came to us and said, all right, stop us. He doesn't see no cops coming to all the way. You guys got to shut this down. All the way to Paul Blart with his little bike. Guys like, hey, guys, you got to shut this down. It's too noisy. They're starting wrestling chants and. I noticed the other day you said you were watching WCW Battle Bowl. Concept, the lethal lottery where they just pick random guys and put them on teams. Do it. Nobody should do that. <laughs> what? what? No. Watch that King of the Ring crap. It's the, oh, 
Barrett really want him to key in the ring? Barrett? Really? <laughs> when did you not like, when did you start not liking Barrett? I never liked Barrett. King, King Barrett, King Bad News. Seamus is going to win it. I have downloaded that and I'm getting ready to listen to it. What 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 is what is the franchise have to say? <laughs> Speaking of being a um um I have and and I know that since you're down there in Wichita, you know you you know people. I'm not saying that 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 you've done it yourself or that you know any you know that that you know any of that. I'm just saying that you know people in Wichita. Um, how easy is it to get addicted to crack cocaine and then get off crack cocaine? I don't fucking know. I don't know anybody crack. Oh really? Okay, I figured maybe you you knew somebody or somebody down there. Well, I don't know. I, you're Mike Game. You're man of the people. You know everybody. <laughs> Agents and crackheads are in the same category. <laughs> he doesn't fit. Doesn't. Well, uh, old Nate from the old Nate from the Joycoffs does cocaine. He did it here. Haven's got crack, baby. They're out here. Haven got the dope and crack and marijuana, whatever you want. Haven got it. Apparently she is. <laughs> and that and that new stuff. What, what, what's what's the spice stuff? Have you have you heard about this? <laughs> I pulled up the results here of this Battle Bowl pay-per-view. Did you make it all the way through it without going to sleep? No. 
Well, see, it, uh, uh, it was it was Vader and Cactus Jack against Charlie Norris and Kane, and of course Charlie Norris was the uh, the Native American guy, and uh, Kane I think was from uh, the um, wasn't he like one of those twins? No, Kane is fucking Stevie Ray. Oh yeah, Kane and Cole, Stevie Ray, Harlem Heat, all that. And then and then Nobbs and Johnny B. Bad defeated Eric Watts and Paul Roma. He's in the Hall of Fame. Paul Roma's in the Hall of Fame, he's a horseman. And then of course uh, the Shockmaster and Paul Orndorff defeated Ricky Steamboat and Lord Steven Regal. Yeah, that's what I went. That's why I woke back up with Derek Shockmaster back. That's right. <laughs> God, I bet that was a thing. When you wake up, you're like, ah, oh, what? The Shockmaster gimmick ended when he comes to the wall. No, they kept with it because it's FCW. King Kong of the Kongs and Dustin Rhodes defeated the Equalizer and Awesome Kong, which was another Kong. It wasn't the actual, it wasn't the big black chick from TNA. And then um, Ric Flair and Steve Austin defeated Two Cold Scorpio and Max Payne. Max Payne, of course, was Mick Foley's buddy. And then um, Rick Rude and Shanghai Pierce, which was, uh, I believe, one of the guys from uh, the. It was one of the God ones. And then Tex Slashinger was the other God one, and Marcus Bagwell. And then uh, Road Warrior Hawk and Rip Rogers defeated Davy Boy Smith and uh, Booker T. Dog. And then Vader won the Battle Bowl. Wow. Yeah, because the Vader, yeah, because it was like, you know, that Kane, not, not Kane, that Vader and Kenny Jack dude, and their tag team partners, the first match, they start beating each other up. I was like, of course. <laughs> the Lethal Lottery. <laughs> Battle Bowl was held in 93 at the Pensacola Civic Arena in Pensacola, Florida. There were 7,000 people that bought tickets to that pay-per-view. Okay, go. <laughs> Shawn Michaels, but Triple H was just around. He probably just got blamed too, you know what I mean? Yeah, which happens all the time. 
Doesn't even sound real. what they should do. Just give William Regal all the titles. Stuff the Indies do, Chris. Hey, I can't. I don't own the promotion, so I can't tell them what they're spending their money on. So. <laughs> I don't Minor league wrestling, you hear it? Yeah, that's it. It's not the big time like WWE. Well, and see, this is the thing. Chris is always asking, why do these guys want to get to WWE? Been there. We don't know. <laughs> <laughs> How about this? 
Be a rosebud. You worked your ass off all those years to be a rosebud. (laughs) You worked your ass off all those years to be a rosebud. (laughs) You put your thought in the line, dude. When you sign with the WWE, there's at least some period of time while you're there that you are guaranteed. That is true. Like guaranteed to have a job. Ray Mysterio, the killer. Killer, Ray Mysterio. Killer. (laughs) 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 See, if Paraguayo Jr. was signed with WWE, he would be alive. You jingle your own core. Kevin Sullivan. Kevin Sullivan did it.
But those black kids, they don't care. <laughs> he is he is no longer a mark. You are no longer a mark for the business. So in three weeks we have Rollins and Orton and Reigns at payback. How are they going to drag all this out until Brock comes back in August? Because of this crap like this. Seth was an ROH guy. <laughs> I don't care. It just sucks. It's just crappy ass storylines. Nobody gives it. Nobody cares. Nobody cares what about Randy. What would be a better Seth Rollins storyline? Maybe. I think he needs to break away from being a bad guy a little bit or something. Maybe a good guy. Maybe that'd be cool. Maybe feud with Triple H's little group or something. Maybe Triple H can have another person come in and hunt him for him or something. Maybe turn the good guy because nobody gives a shit when he's a bad guy. And I mean, all those just, you already know what's going to happen. He's going to sneak out and win out somehow stupidly. and then make, him, make him the next punk. Or something, you know, or do something different and every month he just runs out and gets a wide with it so we have to push another month. Of make, him, make him the next CM Punk. Every single time, ever since WrestleMania, every single time you turn into WWE, 
you have a champion present. I thought that was the problem beforehand. Oh, my brother, there's a part-time champ. Uh, now we have a full-time champ. Oh, he's not good enough. Oh, you just the story. No, I don't think we can't draw, but he should be champ. <laughs> Dolph Ziggler can't draw, but he should be champ. He should be. He's a good worker. Wow, we should make Kent a champ. We should make one of those NXT guys that nobody knows about champ. Because, Mara, Independence Barry, Mara. Well, you gotta build him up, Mike. That's how you do this. That's how, that's how Morton got there. That's how Cena got there. You gotta build these guys up. You just keep them down in NXT and just do these little NXT shows. You're never gonna get nobody out of that. Get them in the main main roster and build them up so you have superstars <laughs> next year, two, three, four years. Now they get to the main roster and they're like, why is Thunderdome in the theater? Well, why do they do that shit? I don't own that fucking company. Why is Kenta Java into Rosa? Why do that? Why does that happen to Ryback? Why does that happen to Ryback should be champ. Okay, Mike. If if you own WWE, what what would you do right now to freshen things up? Uh, I don't know. Um, I don't know. Fire Daniel Bryan. That's the first thing I do. Fire Daniel Bryan. That's fine. Okay, what's? Well, oh, Randy too. Orton, Wade, Wade Barrett can't stay healthy. I mean, can get rid of them guys too. Oh, no, Randy Orton can't stay healthy. What are you talking about? He can't. Wade Barrett can't. He gets hot. He gets injured. So they have to, you know, do something else. So. I don't know. See, here's the thing. Randy Orton's like, oh, you see guys that you can keep them around. Whether they're getting injured or not. You just see people who are still like, yeah, and Randy Orton still draws. He can't damn right. He's not draw. Yeah, he just draws. I don't know. I think Roman Reigns get new clothes. <laughs> yes. That's awesome. One of their shitty names. <laughs> Upside down Sheamus. Well, um, Mike, what do you think of Samoa Joe coming to WWE? Or NXT? Impact Wrestling. They got a. Uh... 
what do you what do you think of uh, Billy Corgan from the Smashing Pumpkins being the head of TNA Creative? I don't even know. I, I, I know that he had some weird wrestling promotion. I know he's involved in the rest of this, so I'm not familiar with anything he's been associated with. <laughs> and also, Fresh Pumpkins, I've had a hot album for like 20 years. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, I don't know, when did that Metal Collie album come out? When did my go up the album? Oh, God, when did that come out? Ten years ago, I think. Ten years ago, something. I did see the other day that on uh, the uh, that they've been posting videos of these guys trying out for Tough Enough on their website. Big O, Zack Ryder's buddy, sent in a video, and I'm like, yes, get Big O in there. Why? Because we just be like Zack Ryder. Get Zack Ryder's dad in there. Zack Ryder's dad. Right. Which, according to Shane Douglas, they read their promos on the telephone. I was like, what is that for telephone? 
That sounds made up. <laughs> Why does he have a beef with Ric Flair? Shane Douglas will, will join Global Force since uh, Cornette and Bischoff and Steiner and all these guys are going to join it. I heard a rumor they got they're going to get the Bullet Club. I heard they're going to get the hottest the hottest faction in the business, the Bullet Club. This has been fun. Uh, we definitely will have to do this again, my friend. Let me know when you're going to be in town next. I said, let me know when you're going to be in town next. Okay, well, and I will see you when I see you. Hi, <laughs> right, brother. Later. <laughs> my game. The biggest star of them all. So, so he, uh, he 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 doesn't like uh, any of the things going on in Japan. He doesn't like the Bullet Club. He's had it with the Bullet Club. He's done with them. Get out of here, Bullet Club. Mike Game doesn't approve, so you're done. I have to burn my shirts and my hats now. They're just done. It's over. <laughs> I voted for the big O on uh, Tough Enough, and he told me that. That's, that's useless. Why are you going to do your buddy if Zach Brown and Zach Brown can push? Why would you have another person who can sign up and push? I love the big O. He's a big deal. You don't give a shit about him. You know I follow him on Twitter. Ooh, you follow a whole bunch of people you don't even know on Twitter. Well, I do. Pointless. 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 <laughs> it's like a lot of those guys can make a lot of good money on the Indies. What did Jay Briscoe? He didn't go to WWE. He made the company. ROA signed him for a new contract. What a bad way that would have been doing the NXT. So. Well, I'm I'm pumped up to see Joey Samoe. 
show me some Bowie. Another Usopp comes out. Great. We're gonna do that stupid dance before he gets the fucking the ring. I he, think it'll be a uh, Junior or something. It's gonna be big. Well, it's gonna, gonna be big. Well, uh, we are about out of time here. Uh, we didn't have our rapper show up, as you can plainly see. They no. get a shot of the couch. He's not there. Not there. So, uh, I don't know. Next week, we're supposed to... I, I guess IMTZ is supposed to be here with Mike Game. That's cool. So, that, that, that'll be fun. And uh, So, that is that. And we will see you next week. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.